The Mishnahs continue to talk about olives and the oil that comes out of them and when the oil is considered to be a liquid that would make the olives fit to become Tomei. We've learned that once somebody finishes to add his olives into the vat for them to soften before they'll be pressed into oil, at that point they are considered to be fit to become Tomei since the owner is happy about the liquid that is coming out of the olives the oil because it's that that causes the olives to soften what happens if the olives are not yet been fully softened however lots of little mehen bad badim somebody wanted to take some of the olives from the large amount of olives that are all together and essentially stuck together now as they are being softened in the vat and he wants to take bad echod either enough for one press badim or for two presses Usually there would be an amount of olives that they would press in one time into oil. So he takes some of the olives in order to press them. So those olives that he is taking, they haven't yet been softened. And he is able to cut those olives off of the remaining olives in the vat. He can do so even if he is tome or with tome utensils. And it won't make the olives tome because the olives are not yet fit to become tome since the person is planning on adding more olives to the vat. And we've learned that as long as a person is planning on adding more olives to the vat, he's not yet happy about the olives becoming soft, and the olives cannot yet become tome. So since we're still at that stage, the person is able to cut the olives using tome utensils and transport those olives into the olive press, and they're still not able to become tome until they've been pressed into oil. However, the remaining olives that are in the vat, according to Beis Shammai, Umachape Betara, he needs to now cover those. If he wants to cover the olives, which they would generally do, he needs to do so in a state of purity, with pure items, and he needs to be pure. Even though he is still planning on adding more olives, and therefore, according to the strict letter of the law, the olives that remain in the vat are not yet fit to become Tomei. Nevertheless, since he has taken some of the olives out of the vat, and he's already pressing those, so it does appear as if he has completed and finished adding olives to the vat, and he's not planning on adding more olives to the vat. And because of the fact that it looks like that, Bisham I say that Midira Bonon, one does need to now treat it as if it is fit to become Tomei. Basil, I mean, however, Basil will say, he's even able to cover the remaining olives in the vat with Tomei items. He can be Tomei. According to Basil, we're not concerned about that. And since he's still planning on adding more olives to the vat, none of the olives are able to become Tomei yet. However, that having been said, this is only when he removes some of the olives. If he removes all of the olives from the vat, then even Base Hiller would agree that it looks like he's taking all of the olives from the vat after they've been left there to soften. He's already moved on to the next stage where they've been softened and he's now ready to press them. So in this case, it definitely looks like he's finished that process and that the olives have been softened and he's happy about them being softened. So in that case, if he removes all of the olives from the vat, then Bis Hill would agree that the ones that he has removed are able to become Tomei. Rabbi Yaisi says that even in that case, he's able to dig out all of the olives from the vat using metal shovels, even if they are Tomei. The reason why the Mishnah talks about metal shovels is because metal items are able to become Tomei even if they haven't got a container. There are less conditions to allow a metal item to become Tomei. Rabbi is saying that even something that can definitely become Tomei, and it is Tomei, you're able to use such an item because even in this case where you're removing all of the olives, they still are not able to become Tomei. 
you can transport all of them to the olive press in a state of impurity and they will not become tome according to Rubiasi. So to summarize, there are three opinions. Beis Shem and Beis Hillel agree that in a case of one removing all of the olives, then those olives that he is removing can now become Tomei. But if he removes only some of them, then the ones that he removes cannot become Tomei. And the remaining olives that are in the vat, according to Beis Shammai, we treat those as if they are able to become Tomei. Whereas according to Beis Hillel, they cannot become Tomei. And according to Rebiyasi, at any time that he is planning on adding more olives to the vat, none of the olives are able to become Tomei. As long as the olives are in the vat, they are essentially considered like one large unit because they soften and stick to each other and the individual olives become less discernible as individual pieces. However, after they soften in the vat, before they're pressed into oil, they would first be crushed and ground up into small pieces and then each of the small pieces is now considered to be separate from each other. And because of that, if a sheretz, a small dead animal that is a source of impurity, it's an av hatuma, it's on a primary level of impurity, if such a sheretz is found in the mill, which is grinding the olives into small pieces before it is pressed into oil, only the pieces of olives that touch the sheretz become tome, but it would not automatically make all of the small pieces tome, because they are all considered to be separate individual pieces. That having been said, if there was enough liquid that it was sort of flowing, there was a lot of liquid that we can sort of view the little pieces of olives as being inside of the liquid. The liquid is thus connecting all of the olives together, and the sherets would make the liquid tome, and that would in turn make all of the olives tome. So hakol tome, all of the small pieces would, would, pieces would become tome. Now the Mishnah goes back to the previous stage of turning the olives into oil, when the olives are in the vat being left to soften. At that point, the olives are really considered to be like one unit, because they're all stuck to- together. And the vat would usually be covered. So Nimtzal Gabi Olim, if there was a sheretz that was found on top of the leaves that are covering the olives in the vat. The leaves themselves are not able to become tome, and there is a sheretz on top of the leaves. So as far as we know, the sherets didn't touch any of the olives, so the olives are not going to be Tomei. However, there's an additional concern that the people who were processing the olives, they possibly touched the sherets, and then they became Tomei, and since they touched the olives, they would have made the olives Tomei. The Mishnah says, Yishalu habadodim loimar loinoganu, those who are pressing the olives and carrying out this whole process, are they can be asked, whether they touched it, and they'll be believed to say that we didn't touch the sherets. Even though in general, Amehorets are not trusted with regards to laws of purity, since over here they did purify themselves, as we learnt earlier on in this parak, in this chapter, that even Amehorets would purify themselves during the time of year that they would process their olives. So they are also trusted to say that they remained pure, and that they did not become Tome by touching that sherets. Ends off the Mishnah, if the sherets touched this big clump of lots of olives which are stuck together in the vat, then even if it only touched a tiny amount of it, even a hair's breadth, all of the olives will be tome because it's all considered to be like one unit since they are in the vat being softened together and they're already stuck together at that stage. Mishnah Tess, although the olives that are softened in the vat together are all considered to be like one large unit, 
as soon as the owner separates some of the olives from each other, which he would usually do using a spade-like tool, he would split this massive clump of olives that are all stuck together into individual pieces. The pieces would still contain multiple olives, but they would be smaller, and as soon as he does that, the pieces are no longer considered one unit with the other pieces. The Mishnah says, If the sheretz is found on top of one of these pieces, and the sheretz is touching a kabetza worth of these pieces, each of the pieces themselves is smaller than the size of an egg, but the sheretz is touching multiple pieces, and altogether the pieces make up a kabetza, the size of an egg. We've learnt that food that becomes Tomei, although even if it is very small it can become Tomei, it does not have the ability to make other food that it touches Tomei unless it is at least the size of a kabetza, the size of an egg. Over here, that each of the pieces is considered to be separate, the fact that altogether they make up a kabetza, strictly speaking, shouldn't make a difference, and therefore only the olives that touch the sherets themselves should become Tomei, but they do not have the ability to make the other olives that they in turn touch Tomei, because each of these pieces that are Tomei is smaller than a kabetza. Nevertheless, the Mishnah says that Tomei, all of the olives that are in the vat, will become Tomei. And we're going to understand that this is a stringency midrabonon, because until now the olives have been viewed as like one unit, and in combination of the fact that a kabitza of these pieces has touched the sherets, so we consider it as if those tome pieces are one in order to make the rest of the olives in the vat tome. However, prudumagabi prudim, if there are, if the way that the pieces are set out is now that there is each piece is on top of each of another. It's not that we have lots and lots of these pieces mixed together, or that the majority of the vat is still one big clump of olives that are stuck together. Rather, the pieces are now placed, they're sort of piled one on top of the other. In this case, there is much less of an appearance of a mixture, it's in a different form to what it has been until now. And therefore, we can recognizably see the difference between what it has been until now, one unit, to being different individual pieces. And because of that, the Mishnah says, Even if the Sheretz does happen to come into contact with a Kabetza worth of these pieces, again, each piece by itself is smaller than a Kabetza, but it could be that two of them together make up a Kabetza, since each piece individually is not a Kabetza, and over here we can see very clearly that each piece is by itself, so in Tome Elmukamagoi, only the part, only the pieces that the sherets actually touched would become Tome, but it would not make the other olives that are there Tome. Because food that is smaller than a kabetza cannot make other food Tome, and over here that we can see that they are individual pieces, there's no reason to apply the stringency Mijabonon that was mentioned in the first part of this Mishnah. Nimtso bin Kaisalazesim. What happens if a sheretz was found in between the wall of a house or, or of the building where the vat was, and the olives in between the container of olives and the wall of that building? A sheretz was found tahar. The olives are still presumed to be pure, and we're not concerned that the sheretz was actually touching the olives and it just fell off. It could be that possibly sherotsim are attracted to olives. So the mission is saying that nevertheless, we still do not. We are not concerned that the olives had contact with the sherets. Nimtsabagag, what happens if the sherets is found amongst the olives that are being left out to dry on the roof? So those olives are considered to be tome because we can see that they're touching a sherets. 
The question is, what about the olives with it that remain in the vat from which these olives that are being left to dry came? Are we concerned that the Sheretz was really in the vat originally, and just that when he took some of the olives out of the vat, together with the olives, the Sheretz came? In that case, all of the olives that are in the vat also became Tomei. Or are we not concerned about that, and we assume that the Sheretz appeared over here and it, and it arrived on these olives after the olives were removed from the vat. The Mishnah rules that Hamat on Tohar, the olives that remain in the vat, are considered to be pure, because we assume that if indeed the Sheretz was in the vat, and it was removed together with the olives, then the owner would have seen the Sheretz when he removed the olives from the vat. The very fact that he didn't see it at that time, and only later on, once he spreads the olives on the roof, he then after that finds the Sheretz there, that itself is a reason to assume that the Sheretz was not in the vat itself. On the other hand, Nimtzabamaton, if a sheretz was found in the vat, in the, amongst the remaining olives that are in the vat, then Hagag Tome, the olives that were removed from that vat and left to dry on the roof, would be considered Tome. Because we are concerned that the sheretz was in the vat already earlier on, from the time that the olives that were removed were there, and that they became Tome even before they were taken out of the vat. Now, the law is that a sheretz which is burnt up no longer is a source of impurity. Nimtasaruf, what happens if a sheretz that is burnt up is found al-hazesim on the olives? And the question is whether the sheretz was burnt before it arrived on the olives, in which case it never made the olives tome, or perhaps it made the olives tome and only then it was burnt. The chaymatlis mahua, and likewise a worn out piece of cloth that had originally become Tome, but once it gets worn out worn out to the extent that it can't really be used anymore, then it loses its impurity. And once again the doubt that we have is whether it became worn out to that degree after it touched the olives and made them Tome or before. The Mishnah says in both of these cases to Hira the olives are, are considered to be pure because of the rule that we have seen a number of times already in this Masechah, because any impurities we are ruled according to the way that they are found. This is a type of chazaka when we assume that the status of something is the same as an otherwise known status. And over here, this is called a chazaka dehashta, that the situation that we find in front of us right now we assume that that is the situation that existed earlier on as well. And so we assume that this sheretz or the piece of cloth was always in the current state that it is in, that it is not a source of impurity. We presume that from the very moment that it was added, that it touched the olives already from then, it also was in the current state, and therefore the olives remain pure. Very good, Mr. Aleph. The final parak, the final chapter of this Masechta talks about the process of turning olives into oil or turning grapes into wine. And this is really a continuation of the general subject matter of the last few parakim with regards to the impurity concerns of an Amhoaretz. If somebody had workers who were Amhoaretz, they were ignorant, especially of the laws of impurity, they would bring them to the mikveh in order for them to purify themselves before they pressed their olives into oil, and likewise before they pressed their grapes into wine. So these Amihoretz understood that they were being purified so that the owner of the grapes or the olives will be able to ensure that his produce remains pure. And they are not suspected of purposefully becoming Tomei after that. They're not bad people. The only concern is of their ignorance. So the minister says, Hanel Beisabadun somebody who locks the building of the olive press because of the 
people, the workers, who were going to press the olives. That is to say, he had workers who were amihoaretz, and he made sure they would purify themselves in a mikveh. And once they arrived at the olive press to work, he locked the door so they wouldn't be able to go out and become Tomei, and so the other people also wouldn't be able to come into that olive press building and make the utensils or the people Tomei. However, the Hodesham Kalim to Midros, there were utensils inside of that building which were Tomei with Tumas Midros, which means that they are an Avhatuma, such that if one of the Amiharets, one of the people, will touch those utensils, they'll become Tomei, and in turn make any of the olives or the oil Tomei as well. So Mayor Mayor, Mayor says this about Tomei, we are concerned that anything inside of the olive press is now impure. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says this about Tahar, the items, the, the, the olives that are inside of the olive press are considered to be pure because since the Amiharets purify themselves especially, we assume that they are particular about not becoming Tomei. And we're also not concerned that perhaps by mistake they touched those items and became Tomei. Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Shimon says, Im if the Amiharets consider the items to be pure, then Bishabad Tomei, the olives inside the olive press are considered to be Tomei, because the Amiharets would not have been concerned not to touch those items. Vim Lohen. But if the Amiharets themselves realize that those items are Tomei, then we assume they are careful not to touch them. And so Bishabad Tahar, the olives that are inside of the olive press are considered to be pure. Um, Rabbi Yaisi says, and Rabbi Yaisi essentially agrees with Rabbi Meir that the olives are considered to be Tomei, but for a different reason. Not because we're concerned that the Amiharets touched one of these utensils and then touched the olives, such that it would depend, possibly according to Rabbi Shimon, it therefore depends on whether the Amiharets considers that to be Tomei or not. According to Rabbi Yaisi, it could be that the Amiharets considers it to be Tomei, so he's not going to touch it. But there's a different concern. For what reason are the olives considered to be Tomei? It's only because Amiharets are not considered to be experts in the fact that Tumar can be transferred via being moved. Even if the Amiharets know that the item is Tomei, so they're going, they're going to avoid touching it, they won't avoid moving the, those utensils because they don't realize that by moving the utensils, they also become Tomei. And that's why it's not going to help that they know that the item is Tomei, because they might have moved it, and therefore there is a concern that all of the olives became Tomei after the Amiharets moved the Tomei items.